Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries with me, your host, John. And I thought on this Monday's episode, I would talk about one of my favourite sorts of monsters. Now, I can hear some of you out there already going, Oh, John, surely you haven't already run out of Lamentations of Flame Princess books to look at. There must be loads more. And you're right. I have got two, three, four more books that the kind people at Lamentations of the Flame Princess sent me to review. However, they're slightly more esoteric books that I want to read in a little bit more detail, maybe make a few notes before I look through rather than the modules that I've reviewed thus far. But I thought I'd break it up by having something a bit different this week and then I'll scatter the remainder amongst these more sort of chatty episodes. So don't worry, they will be coming at some point. But anyway, onto the subject of today's short episode one of my favorite types of monster is the summoner type monster and what do i mean by that well i mean a monster that on its own can have varying levels of dangerousness for your intrepid player character party however this type of monster has a particular ace up their sleeve when pressed or to help them accomplish their aims, they can summon up or shazam a number of other creatures to aid them in their endeavours. And there are a number of different monsters that can do this. The sort of archetypal ones are demons and devils, which tend themselves to be summoned from the abyss or the nine hells or some other sort of plane. And they can in turn, in a limited capacity, sort of gate in a number of other lower ranking demons and devils to help them out. Now, one of my personal favourite creatures that can do this, which has been featured in one of my recent OSE sessions, was the Vampire, a perennial favourite of mine as a child of the 90s World of Darkness boom. Even in d and I love putting vampires in. You'll find there's a few vampire episodes that me and Hannah did back in the past. But one of the things I like about them in this capacity is that they can summon a swarm of bats, giant bats, wolves, or direwolves in varying numbers. And I'm going on the sort of stats from old school essentials, which are BX derived. So it might be a little bit different in other games, but let's face it, vampires are pretty iconic. One of the reasons I picked them to talk about specifically in this episode. And they all tend to have, you know, that children of the night, what sweet music they make power, where they can summon up a gaggle of normally animal types to help them out and one of the things that makes me enjoy this is the impact that it can have on a game whilst also rewarding player characters for doing a bit of canny investigation before they start rather than just romping straight into a combat with the vampire in question because let's look at it in terms of law of averages if it's just a party of player characters and a single vampire that vampire can be tough as nails and be doing as much damage as you want, but it only gets a certain number of attacks a turn. So if you can mob it with numbers, then you will tend to sort of wear it down, albeit you, your party or your group might take casualties along the way. However, if that vampire suddenly isn't alone and it's surrounded by a pack of like 10 direwolves or a, a swarm of 30 bats or whatever, again, the animals might not be that dangerous individually, but just by the law of averages with the sheer amount of dice that are 
being rolled for them, then you will tend to take a lot more damage and they become a lot more of a difficult proposition to deal with. And I think this was brought to the fore in my OSE campaign, Smoke and Snow. Actual play episodes of that are available on our YouTube channel. When one of the players, I think it might have been Johannes, was basically like, oh man, I hope it's not vampires. Every time we come up against a vampire, we get our ass kicked. And now as a GM, like when I hear something like that from the players, which I love hearing, it gives me a chance to say, well, why do you think that is? And then I can listen to their responses and I can see, you know, like, have I been making some mistake and making them too powerful? Are they being featured too much? Like, what are the player characters doing wrong, if anything? And I can sort of, like, tweak things from there if I need to. And it gives me a good gauge of, like, how my game's going, if the player characters are finding it frustrating, if they're enjoying it. But in this case, when I asked the question, they straight away said, oh, it's not the vampire, it's the fact they always summon up wolves or dire wolves and bats and stuff like that and you just get swamped by these animals and they just nibble away at your hit points until you end up having to withdraw maybe not because of the vampire itself just because of its entourage of beasts and i thought do you know what yeah i'm happy with that that's how it should work in my opinion now the way you can sort of get around that if you know if you're a canny player character is you need to try and place the the vampire in a situation or the summoner in a situation where it can't rely on these summoned uh, retainers animals whatever you want to call them to help it out in the situation now obviously with a vampire one of the ways you can do that is the animals it summons at least in OSE they don't just appear from nowhere in a puff of diabolical smoke they're actually summoned from the surrounding environment so it takes a little bit of time for them to arrive so you know if you can really like slam that vampire before it has a chance for its animals to turn up then presumably they'll start dispersing as the, the sort of mental compulsion of the vampire has ceased and they'll go back to their business and you might not ever have to actually deal with them or perhaps you could see if the creature has any other weaknesses obviously with vampires you know they have to rest in coffins daylight hurts them stuff like that try and find it when it's napping in its coffin or when it's at a disadvantageous situation and it can't just instantly reach for those powers or maybe it's not near woodlands where it can summon up wolves or whatever you know if you're in the middle of a city and you find a vampire lairing there then unless it's got a small menagerie or that the city's big enough to have a zoo then it's going to take it a long old time for whatever wolves or creatures it summons to get there albeit yeah bats and stuff like that could probably reach there pretty quickly but they're nowhere near as dangerous as a pack of dire wolves hammering at you in terms of their stats and this applies to a greater or lesser extent to other summoning capable creatures you know if you do your research you do that sort of homework in character you find out what their weaknesses are you try and get catch them on the hop when they're unprepared and they can't just rely on these summoned minions you'll have a much easier time but well why do i like these creatures well there's a number of different reasons the first is because as i've just said it encourages the players to try and be a bit creative certainly after their first or second encounter with the summoning type of creature to avoid them simply conjuring up a load of animals to attack them etc it also encourages them to research the weaknesses of these creatures but i also like it and let's be honest with ourselves because it's cool i mean think of like how many like animes or like 
old Hammer horror films and stuff like that you've watched where they think they've got the bad guy surrounded, like, I don't know, Christopher Lee's Dracula or something like that. They think they've got him banged to rights. Suddenly they sort of like wave their hand, there's like a puff of the smoke machine and you see like wolves or sort of lesser vampires or whatever slinking out of the smoke and shadows and suddenly the the pace of the whole scene has changed which is another thing i like it allows you to present the scene run it for a little bit as a sort of 1v1 combat or whatever and then just switch it up midway through the scene when these summoned creatures arrive plus it's quite iconic for certain types of creatures like vampires that they have these creatures and it really sort of gets you into people into the mindset of the fact that yes we are facing a vampire like the ones out of the films here come the wolves here come the bats and stuff like that and in fact i think one of the things that later editions of dnd got right about the vampire in particular was having the the lesser vampires or vampire spawn you know the ones that aren't really the sort of christopher lee master vampire they're these sort of halfway house between like zombies and actual vampires they're the disposable mooks that count alucard or whatever can throw it against the player characters to attempt to dispatch them and i don't think i've seen anywhere where like vampire spawn have been like a thing in bx or the older versions of DD. but i'm definitely going to have a look for that maybe come up with something myself who knows so i think in addition to being able to summon animals or instead of just being able to like summon up a load of these lesser vampire spawns bursting from the crypts below in certain circumstances would be a great thing and would add an extra element of sort of tension and danger to a scene involving vampires so there are some of the reasons that i like vampires and summoners in my DD. what do you think of summoning creatures do you think they present any problems are they a great thing you maybe not like them at all if you want to get involved in the conversation about this topic you can drop us a voicemail using either our anchor or speakpipe services there'll be links to those in the description of this episode or you can send us an email to rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com we might feature your call-ins in a future episode so hope you've enjoyed this episode of the red dice diaries rpg podcast Please remember to share, like, subscribe and all that good stuff that people ask you to do. And until we see you again, take care, stay safe and whatever you're playing, have fun.